0: To another edition of Bogey Free, I'm your host Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Jones TFR, and I am flying solo tonight. Um, Evan had uh, just just something he he could not get out of uh, this evening, so it's just going to be me. Um, the unfortunately, the Snake Draft lobby is uh, is very dead. Um, I just tweeted out a link to the $1 six-man, hoping that it fills shortly. Um, But we can talk, you know, we can talk about plenty of other stuff before that. Um, Anyway, this week, obviously, is the Wells Fargo. Um, We have seen Quail Hollow a bunch of times. Obviously, uh, it's been... The host of a major before, like this is this is not a new this is not a new track for us by any means, um. So yeah, we're I'm looking forward to this week. I like the course quite a bit. It's one of the stronger fields that we've had, um, in a in a non-major this year for sure. So uh, definitely definitely looking forward to that. Um, just going through and thinking about the the pricing this week uh the very the very top of the board um is loaded obviously and it's one of those situations where you're just going to have to play uh play the the lower owned guys um there's not really a situation <clears throat> where um in a field that has this many uh that has this many you know top flight golfers to start uh that I'm, that I'm really going to go chalk hunting because, um, you just, you just don't have to right there. There's always going to be somebody who is a little bit lower owned than they're supposed to be in the 10,000 and up range or so. Um, and that just, that gets even, that gets magnified even more when you're talking about, um, you know, a, a stronger field. So this week, when you're talking about the 10K and up guys, you have you know Rory right right at 10K. Um, I don't know. God bless if you're if you're willing to play Rory regardless of ownership. Um, Webb is there, Xander's there, Rom, Bryson, and JT. Uh, I I think that Xander is going to be very low owned. Um. Webb will probably be next and then Rory will um, Rory will get some ownership for um, for better or worse <laughs> for him honestly um, I'm not I'm not going there. Uh, the the interesting uh, the interesting guy and I'm curious to see where he goes uh, once this once this snake starts we need one more person in here so um, if I if I abruptly stop, and start talking about the draft, you know why? Um, Aaron wise is uh, apparently going to be very popular this week. Um, I, I ran my ownership around two o'clock this afternoon, maybe. And, um, he, uh, he looks like he's going to be like a top three owned a top three owned golfer this week. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll get into my rant. I'll get into my rant after after the draft here. Let me share my screen um, so that we can... That way, that way. All right. Uh, so looks like I drew pick three. Uh, we got about 30 seconds here. I'm going to take a sip of my water. Usually Evan can, can fill in the silence there, but he, uh, like I said, super busy... A very important guy could not, could not find the time tonight. So um, hopefully everything's okay. If you, if you want to check them, check in on them at any point, it's at EChainy69. You can, uh, you can do that. All right. So let's see any familiar, no, no familiar names here. Um, But the draft is starting. So here we go. we got uh, pick three. (laughs) Oh, you, you know it, Miley. Uh, yeah, I, um, I'm super crown rich. Uh, all right. So let's see who went, uh, Rom. Well, Shoffley actually went first. So, okay. Um, and then Rom, it's, uh, it's a very easy decision for me. I will go Justin Thomas. He is my highest rated golfer in power ranking and, um, I just I don't I don't really feel the need to uh, to get too cute yet. Um, let's see who comes back around. This is a little bit of a wait here now, so um, I'm hoping I can get somebody in this range here. The Reed can't lay. All right, Bryson went. I don't I don't think there's any shot that Zalatoris makes it back to me, um, but he would be. He would be the one. Um, Hoblin goes. Hoblin looks like he's a, a little trendy, as uh, some people have him on, on their outright cards. All right, Zalatoris just went. Webb went. Um, and I'm I'm fine with Hoblin. I I'm curious to see what his ownership actually shakes out uh, to be. Finau goes. Oh my boy, Tringali went. Uh, Nagel must Nagel must be in this uh, in this draft. Um, all right, no way in hell I'm drafting Rory. the The conversation is probably probably Reed or Neiman for me, uh, and I'm thinking that I'm thinking I'm going to go Neiman. Um, I kind of instantly regretted that as soon as as soon as I clicked them, but um, I think I think Neiman's fine. I think there's a chance that all right, Cantley just went, so they were thinking similarly. I think there's a chance here at 15. Um, I would love to get, I would love to get Reed anyway. I would love to get Answer. Um, I'd love to get Jay. I'd love to get Harmon. So there are some, there are some good, uh, good, good picks that I'm guaranteed to get here. Um, curious to see how far Rory slides. Rory's still available. Reed goes. Oh man. Do you, do you draft Rory here? Yeah, Homa too. I yeah, I know. This is this is a pretty this is a pretty stacked range for me. Like this this little quartet here. Um yeah, Connors goes, I'm fine with that. So answer Homa, Sung and Harmon. Um I think are are solid there. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to Miley. I'm gonna go with Max here. Um, should I? Yeah, I'll I'll have enough exposure to Harmon. Um, we'll we'll talk about that shortly. Um, but I'll make sure I'll make sure to at Miley if uh, if this doesn't work out. Answer goes. People don't really like Harmon. There's a chance that Harmon could could roll around back to me. Rory finally goes at pick 17, which is, I mean, pretty wild when you think about it. Um, let's see. Okay, Harmon goes, so he didn't quite make it back. That's all right. Um, Keegan goes. No chance in hell. I was drafting him anyway. Um, now things Now things get a little bit interesting. Like, I think... Larry goes, that's fine. I think can I say no to Tommy if he's there? Power ranking hates Tommy this week. Um hasn't really done a ton. But this does feel like a course that that he would that he would do pretty well. All right, and then he goes anyway. All right. So I'm thinking it's really between between Grio and Wallace for me here. Um, and I'm going to go Wallace. Man, this is, this, this part of the board, I feel like gets, uh, gets kind of tight. Like there's, if you have conviction on one of these guys, I guess um, good on you, but. Like Day, Grio, Sink, Fowler. Like if 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 Grio makes it back to me, that's that's a home run for me. Um, Sink, Fowler, Henley, English, Varner, Jones, Glover. St- like all these guys, it's just it's just mix and match. Like who who do you who do you want to play Whack a Mole with this week? I don't really feel I don't really feel supremely confident that. Um, any one of these guys are really uh that much better than any of the other ones all right so grio and day go um i mean gary's got to turn it around at some point right so yeah we're going to we're going to go gary woodland um what does that leave me with here that was my fifth pick so I'm thinking I can probably close this out. No problem with like an Ortiz or maybe some Denny McCarthy, perhaps Fowler finally goes a pick thirty. Barner goes at thirty one. My namesake at thirty two. Schwartzel goes at the pick right before me. Yeah, you know, I think I think I'm gonna dip. I think I'm gonna dip a little bit and uh, and go with Denny here. So the final team here is Justin Thomas, Joaquin Neiman, Max, Wallace, Woodland, and Denny. Good old Denny boy. Um i feel pretty i feel pretty good about that team i really like j t um if you know if if some appro- reasonable approximation of what gary woodland used to be uh shows up here i think that this uh this team is a smash um all right let's stop sharing this so yeah um pretty happy with that team i think it could have it could have gone a little bit better if Griot could have made it back to me that would have been nice. Um, but you know, you know what they say, beggars can't be choosers. So, um, all right, so let's get into this, this Aaron Wise thing. I was really hoping, I was really hoping that Evan, um, Evan would be here so that we could, uh, you know, we could, we could chat and I could get worked up because I'm sure that he'll, he would, um, he would say something about why Aaron Wise is actually, Actually, a good play um, look if we're at a point in the pga DFS life cycle that we are playing guys off of eight rounds of history uh I think draftkings just needs to just needs to pack it in. I think that they need to uh, stop offering golf. In general, and uh, just move on. Just just try something else. The the Professional Fighters League, I think, is starting up. Um, maybe some Aussie Rules football, uh, something, and literally anything. But um, but PGA. This this idea that um, that this is a good that this is good ch- like. That he should be one of the top three or five highest owned guys. I don't care what his price is. He's 7100 right? And he has a 18th place, I think it was, and a, and a runner-up finish here. Great. That's awesome. That's very, very nice. Um, over the past five weeks or five events, he missed the cut. He finished tied for 44th he finished tied for 13th that's good he finished tied for 65th and he missed the cut realistically t65 is a missed, missed cut like let's not let's not sugarcoat things here um before that a 66th place finish and a missed cut before that so he has missed 3 of his 7 cuts so far this year and has one finish inside the top 40. I don't I don't understand what the mental gymnastics are for you to tell yourself and get there and say, "You know what? I understand all that." However, can I interest you in his runner-up finish from 3 years ago? That that's not that's not a thing. That's not a thing we should be doing. Um overall, I think that ownership has sharpened up quite a bit since we started this show where like people would people would miss the cut um and their ownership would be sliced in half right even even if they gained strokes on approach uh and just had a bad putting a couple days putting um just just slash slash the ownership in half um that really doesn't that really doesn't happen anymore and i think that that's indicative of the fact that it's Things have things have gotten better. Our analysis of golf has gotten better. We understand um, how to separate the categories and what's signal and what's noise. And for some reason, there's every once in a while there's one of these stupid instances where we um, where we just forget about all that. And I know that he's going to be first round leader, or he's you know he's going to finish in the top five uh this week and I'm I'm never going to hear the end of it uh for this for this run but I think that it's a mistake that we are that we're doing this this week um he obviously was um playing much much better in 2019 coming into this um he had just had a top 20 at the Masters in his previous start and um in in twenty eighteen when he was runner up, he did miss the cut the week before, um, but he won the week after at the Fort Worth. So or I'm sorry, not not Fort Worth, at uh, at the Byron Nelson. So he he obviously figured something out and he was obviously um he was obviously rounding into form. So let's not like let's not kid ourselves and act like um act like the smartest people in the room and like, oh no, you know, three weeks ago he had this top 15 finish and he has eight decent rounds here. So we we just have to, we just have to jam him in. That's, it's ridiculous. Whew. Okay. um, Glad I got that. Glad I got that out of my system. Um, full disclosure, as an emotional hedge, I did play him as an outright, for 175 to one on DraftKings, which is still available right now, um, just just to take the take the sting off, um, if if by some miracle he ends up winning, um, but that's that's an a uh, that's an emotional hedge. That's not like financial advice. I do have some uh, some picks that I did want to get to. Uh, a pretty I have a pretty heavy top twenty card this week. Um, I went with Zalatoris, Griot, English, Gooch, McCarthy, Straka, and Wierenski. Um, the Zalator's play is just like, I mean, that, that dude's a stud and he is going to continue to play really well, I think. Um, and, and I think he probably wins a tournament sooner rather than later. So, um getting him at plus 175 is for a top 20 i think is is just far too much value. I think i made him like 115 or so, plus 115 or something around there. So um, most of the rest of the guys that i mentioned were on um, on FanDuel which j- they just had they, they their numbers were inflated there English, Gooch, and McCarthy were um, 450 and above and uh the sim showed value there so um and then Straka and wereenski are 800 and 900 just just bomb plays quit little a little risk um, and a decent reward so uh, that's that's that I do have an each way on Harmon uh, right now as well at that 365 they have um what is it this week One-fifth of the odds or I'm sorry, one quarter of the odds for a top five. So um, if you were to play, if you were to just look for uh, a top five for Harmon by himself, by itself, it would be around like plus 800 plus 850 at most books. And this gets you access um, at plus 1250 for a top five, which I think there's, I think there's a ton of value there on Harmon. And then realistically the the decisions that i'm making now to round out my outrights kind of revolve around whether or not i'm going to play uh one of the one of the big guys or not i think that i'm probably going to end up uh playing a little bit of bryson at plus 1500 i think that that is um that's right about what what i made him uh as far as the sim goes but um I don't, I'm, I don't really ever show like a ton of value on these super short guys. So every once in a while, I just like to take a stab. So if I go there, um, and I have Harmon, I'll probably pick, uh, somebody around like the, uh, answer Neiman, like the 3,500 to to 4,500 range, or maybe even go back to Sung Jay this week. Um, and then just, you know, just take a couple of bombs, uh, for, uh, for some each ways, like something, something simple, like, uh, Munoz who can score, right? Like you have, um, you have some tempting guys at, at over a hundred to one, even, even Gary, um, at Fed 365 right now is, uh, 140 to one, which, um, I think is probably, I think it's probably pretty decent. Um, at least to get the at least to get those boosted top five odds um, yeah I, I don't really I don't really think that there's a ton else that I am going to hit this week I am retooling my head-to head sim um, so hopefully I'll have that figured out sooner rather than later um, if you are playing during the week and you're doing showdown uh, make sure you check out my content over at FTn I will have um, the putting regression model posted with some of my favorite plays for the day. Um, I'll have that up Thursday night, not on Friday because I have a wedding, which is uh, pretty pretty exciting stuff. First wedding in a couple of years, and um, then on Saturday night as well. I will have um, I'll have those articles up. And of course, on Roadiviz right now, you can check out the slate breakdown. I have my perfect lineup percentages in there, and um, the optimizer is loaded up with the power ranking scores. And I will have—I'm um, going to do my first real adjustments of ownership projections now. So um, that's uh, that's it. That's the content for the week. Um, we will be back next week, of course. Hopefully, Evan. Uh, can find time in his busy schedule for us again uh, thanks for listening and good luck we will talk soon